everyone, and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Lloyd Howell. Uh, Ralph is not with us today, um, although he looms large in all things. Um, right now, I'm looking out the window. The sun is going down. The, uh, the, 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 the rays of, of, uh, of light are slowly passing through the trees in the evening. And, uh, and, on this, and on this auspicious evening, I am joined by a friend of the show, um, uh, a fine fellow to to all who know him, uh, Kevin. Uh, welcome. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How are you, Lloyd? I'm doing pretty good today, man. Um, Kevin has uh, has been with us since the very beginning, um, <laughs> and uh, has 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 contributed a a not insubstantial amount of momentum to the to the juggernaut, which is the Feeling Well podcast. Um, so, so, so Kevin comes to us from, uh, from, from the, from the Maritimes, from, from the land of, of, uh, of fishes and, and seagulls and, and things of that nature. And that's, uh, that's something that we've talked about quite a bit on the show. Do you have, do you have any, any, any fond memories of, of, uh, of that place? Or is that just a, a completely misguided fantasy? Oh, I'm back. Oh, did I lose you for a second? <laughs> yeah, my, okay. <laughs> the internet, uh, so I'm in uh, a small room in my apartment, which is small to begin with, um, and the mm-hmm. internet doesn't seem to like to come in here, so sometimes I get dropped. Oh, okay. But, Listen, these are these are heady times for us all. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 962 square feet. I know every inch of it at this Ooh. point. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the last thing I heard you say was that I'm from the Maritimes, which is uh, approximately true. Uh, I grew up on Mm -hmm. the island of Newfoundland, um, which... Newfoundland. Yeah, strictly the Maritimes in Canada is uh, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, and Nova Scotia. Um, Mm -hmm. Newfoundland is is distinct in this regard. Uh, Tell me, paint paint me a picture of this, of this, uh, this, this mist shrouded isle. Where 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 men are men, and and the mist just kind of rolls over everything, and 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 doesn't it doesn't it feel like home? Doesn't it feel like something real, Kevin? Is that is this is this the place of 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 purity of uh, I don't know of of kind of of man existing side by side with nature? Is that that we all perceive it to be? There's certainly a different air. Um, so I live currently just okay. about an hour outside of Toronto, um, mm-hmm. in Canada, uh, where Toronto is. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's, thank you very no much. I gotta, I gotta keep the Americans up to date. Um, and the air here is not alive in the same way that it is back on the island. Um, uh, there's this just like very different connection with things like the weather. I mean, everybody talks about the weather all the time, but back home, like Mm -hmm. the the sun only shines maybe 150 days out of the year. So most days it's raining or foggy or something like that. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Um, But it brings a different, a different kind of person out, out of people. Um, just this before the current state of emergency that we're all living through um there was like mm-hmm. uh 
six or seven feet of snow fell in St. John's um, over the course oh. of yeah two or three days. Um, so the city was shut okay. down for <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's not normal. It doesn't usually happen like that. But the city was shut down for about a week, and everybody was just in the street, um, like setting up bonfires. Nobody could go to any stores, but everybody was looking out for each other in a, in a way that was really nice. And it's not quite the same way huh. that you might see now with this uh, coronavirus stuff, because we can't. It's more difficult to look after each other. Yeah, but different kind of disaster that we, different. you know, we we talked about. We talked about this a little bit on the show. I think it was either last time or the time before, but just how unprepared, I guess, like like Canadians and Americans by and large, we have kind of a similar culture. Like we're very, in, to, to my to my mind anyway. Like like we 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 kind of see a problem. Like if it's something physical that's coming at us, like a storm or a or whatever, like and we can do something physical if we can like put boards on the windows, if we can like put sandbags on the coastline, you know, that's all fine, well and good. Like we can we can like like make repairs or or build dams or whatever. Not not particularly well, at least in the case of the US, because like obviously <laughs> you saw how we how we handled like Katrina and how we handled like Puerto Rico. But that's just kind of a a matter of political will, but just the yeah, you the could do it if you kinda, wanted to. Sure, sure. The but but the 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 unique thing about this this pandemic, which is obviously the first one that any of us have seen, um, and uh, just how how paralyzed we all are, and how how impossible it is to have the only option be inaction, to have the only option be just sit where you are. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, I assume you are, I assume you're working from home as well. I am uh, working from home. Um, so I normally work from home anyway, but I can, I can leave my (laughs) actual house and go somewhere else. Right. So I, I see. I'm stuck inside. Uh, Um, yeah. And like relying on a, an apartment sized refrigerator and freezer is, Mm. Yeah, it's not great. Like back home, everybody I know has these like giant deep freezes full of fish that they either caught or got off somebody they know who caught or oh. something like that. Right. So yeah, it's a yeah. In terms of like the, fish fresh from the say, ocean and frozen yeah. solid. Mm. Yeah. So there, there's like kind of a yeah. because fresh these I, I guess like big snowstorms. So big snowstorms, they're not like like six seven feet. That's not particularly common but it happens now and again right like it's not unexpected yeah and like like yeah subtropical storms you'll get every now and then like people are at least around where i grew up um, which is like semi-rural not particularly rural but they're very um prepared for uh something to go wrong just in case like there's not the same kind of reliance on going to the grocery store every couple days that we see in bigger I cities. I see. Yeah. Right, right. I, I, I remember I've, I've been to Newfoundland one time mm-hmm. um, up in, uh, up around Gromorn National Park, which is, uh, listen, it's gorgeous. If you haven't been, if you're in the area, um, it's a fjord, but it's in Canada, you know? It's, uh, it's, it's gorgeous out there. There's, there's absolutely nothing around, um, like, 
I, I was, I was kind of, I was kind of struck by, I mean, I, I, like I grew up in New England, not, not a particularly populous area, but still like there were towns, like you would drive and you couldn't go, uh, 10 minutes without seeing like some houses or a small town or whatever. Newfoundland by and large, like it's really sparse. Like there's not a lot of people yeah. there at all. Especially, right? yeah, um, especially out around that side. There's nothing. It's just mm-hmm. empty. A lot of like rocks and moss and short trees. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I I was I was reading a while ago about I I don't know how I got kind of transfixed by by the Maritimes in this past <laughs> year, but like the there was there was like a forced relocation by the yeah by the Canadian government at some point. Do you know Do you know much about that? Um. So I don't know a lot of the specific details it's kind of like um folded into the the proud newfoundlander myth which is like mm-hmm. a thing that's <laughs> ongoing from a couple things there's there's that and then like world war ii or world war oh, one yeah. sorry the, the yeah. other one uh, it was a big deal but yeah so there's a lot of as you've as you've seen there's a lot of like small towns of very few people um and they rely yeah. generally solely on a single industry usually a fishery but maybe sometimes like a pulp and paper mill or something and Mm -hmm. so to i don't remember the exact detail i should because they fucking go over it a lot in school but um (laughs) yeah they took a lot of these smaller communities and consolidated them so people would like uh float their houses across the harbor to set them up on the other side and that kind of oh. shit. Yeah. So there's like, uh, okay. if you go to St. John's, there's like posters of like a house just floating across the water. And then this is like oh. Newfoundland and Labrador underneath or something. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so, so you grew up near St. John and that's the, that's the Saint, most populous city. Yeah. St. John's with an S. John's. Yeah. Oh, St. Oh, John is in, in New Brunswick. Point oh, oh. <laughs> lord yeah i did so my mouth i grew up um there's a the town of dildo which is not where i'm from but it's nearby Uh, um (laughs) okay nice uh, yeah i grew up so fun little it is there's a whole like i grew up in conception bay um Uh and then there's a town called blow me down and then there's dildo come by by chance and so on (laughs) Uh, so Uh. Yeah, that is okay. a, an amalgamated community, which I think is now arguably a small city, but at the time it was not. Uh, okay. There's maybe 16,000 people there, um, which is like semi-rural, but not particularly rural. Uh, I lived on a street that wasn't paved for a while, so it's kind of like, it's not small town living from my perspective, but I think from a lot of people's, mm. and probably not from yours either growing up on the farm but from a lot of people who grow like ralph from fucking uh long island (laughs) and so on ah i want so so would you would you compare it at all to Uh, any kind of suburban oh there we go now you're back Uh, would would you compare it at all to to any kind of like suburban environment that 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 ralph could kind of stick his like sink his teeth into is this like oh, or, is, or is it a different thing like like paint me a picture like are, are is this is this like uh like like yellow sodium vapor lights like like a like a house every 
uh, like quarter mile, like uh... no, it's a little closer. Than, so I think um, so. I've been watching The Sopranos uh, in quarantine mm. to try and foster a connection with um, Americans. Uh, Thank you. No problem. It's, it's thanks, man. Uh, it's important. Yeah, so it's um Hey uh um give me your give me your best Tony Soprano. Um Oh god. Uh, um, let's let okay, let's hear it. Uh I guess just like she's a dallion. That wasn't very good. Um mm, that wasn't no, very good. It was awful. That's I okay. You, I, I hope you cut that. I put out. you on the spot. I put uh, you on the spot. I I I, I rolled the dice. Um <laughs> and well, the I thing is, I let you down. I love the show down. To me, it's a fictional accent that doesn't exist, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I never grew up here other than, like, on TV. So I have no real experience with mm-hmm. uh, with people like that. Uh, people like that, mm. Italians. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's not uh. that kind of role. It's, like, some of the places where they, um, like, maybe a little, a little more industrial, but without the industry. Mm. So like okay. houses are separated by like I don't know. This it's not they're not right up against the road with sidewalks, but they're not like mm-hmm. wood, miles and miles of woods between them. At least not I see. in the neighborhood where I grew up. Um, you okay. can get it changes it used to change very quickly. Um, so you would just drive like ten minutes away and suddenly it's like these houses that are surrounded by woods um, or like deep not deep in the woods, but like a lot of trees around, um, that sort okay. of thing. So I want to hear about, I believe Ralph would call them the, the horny handed sons of the soil <laughs> that <laughs> inhabit this, mm-hmm. uh, this scepter dial. Um, so, so your, your community was not, was not like rural. It was not like fishermen. Um, there were a lot of fishermen around. Um, but also, I grew up okay. uh, around, like, so I was born in 1989, um, three okay. years old. And in 1992, mm-hmm. they turned off the cod fishery for uh, two decades. So They turned it but, off. They just said, they turn, we're overfishing, like, you can't fish cod anymore. Yep. Oh. Okay. Yep. Not shut Killing jobs. Killing good Canadian so jobs. The, wow. Wow. A lot of jobs. Well, so what happened is actually um, when the cod fishery was particularly large, Newfoundland was not a part of Canada. So those Canadian oh. jobs, yeah, the Canadian fishery came along and then yada, 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 uh, overfishing <laughs> happens. Uh, and then okay. um, like two thirds of Newfoundlanders are looking for jobs or something like that. Oh boy. Yeah. So they're still around. Um Mm-hmm. But they mostly there's a lot of poaching going on when I was younger. Okay. So you would get like a call from some guy who like had some fish that he caught illegally, and then he would like Ooh. sell it to you under the counter. Um, <laughs> to locals, that's nice yeah. though because it, it I, I remember nice. we were we were having this we were having this argument in the DMs. Um, I was I was in Nova Scotia pretty recently, and uh, and I was shocked by how bad the seafood was. Yes, where I was, but 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 I wasn't in like a big city. I was in I was in Pictou County, and mm-hmm. like that's you know they have like a paper mill there and yep. not much else. And like I went to, I went to a restaurant and like I ordered, I ordered the uh, what did they call it? It was like the seafood casserole, 
Mm-hmm. And it was like it was like tiny little scallops and like fragments of white fish. And then it was there was just a bunch of cheese in it. And I was <laughs> I was shocked. I was shocked and appalled. Like I was expecting like some 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 sea captain to like throw me a fresh haddock mm-hmm. and for uh you know, like a like a, a French Revolution looking lady to like chop its head off and just kinda fry it very simply but as you as you astutely pointed out they don't keep the good fish around yeah like exactly. they, they they ship that all away yeah and so the actual the actual situation on the ground for most canadians is like you know they you know you don't you don't get the you don't get the the nice the nice digby scallops you don't get the the fresh uh the fresh newfoundland uh haddock you gotta sell mm-hmm. all that shit because exactly. yeah because newfoundland's it's it's the poorest Canadian province, right? Like, it was for a while. Okay. Um, it might be back to that now that uh-huh. oil is free, but um, uh-huh. <laughs> briefly, oh, it, it was not. Um, so, but the I think the the GDP per capita is not huge. People's personal wealth is largely not mm-hmm. particularly huge. So things like um, like you'll see lobsters around, maybe like you you can get mm-hmm. a lobster uh, pretty easily, but like scallops is rare mussels are pretty common like you can get you can get good mm-hmm. mussels um or like crab sometimes my uncle maybe i shouldn't say this but um my uncle sometimes gets uh crab from people they can't keep for legal reasons so he'll just like give oh. it away to um <laughs> to my parents or my cousins or somebody he's not my uncle he's my illegal nephew Illegal crab fisherman and distributor. <laughs> yeah. mm. Yes, these are just some of the uh, th- these are just some of the futures that await me in oh, with, in these in these distant lands. With any luck, um, yeah. Um, okay, so I wanna I wanna hear a little bit more about the about the proud Newfoundlander. Yeah, um, so there's archetype. this this myth that I think it's probably been there for the the like length of european inhabitants of the island um okay because it it sucks to live there like okay there's no okay there's no two ways about it especially the, the <laughs> northeast atlantic or the northeast avalon sorry um it's cold it's windy it's wet um it never gets much below say like minus 10 fahrenheit so like 25 or minus 10 celsius sorry, so like 25 fahrenheit and then uh-huh. up above like 85 Fahrenheit, maybe 25 mm. degrees Celsius. So it's like sort of mild, but not in the right way. So it'll, oh. yeah, it'll rain and snow and rain and snow back and forth. So it'll never get like winter. really cold. Like yeah. it'll always just kind of be rainy and, and like, yeah. like a, like a windswept moor at all yeah. times. But just like ah. slushy and windy. Um, so mm. you get like six feet just of snow. Not- this yeah. is great, man. I am oh, I am into this shit. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. just build me a build me like a sodden little cabin out there. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like like I can imagine the the drips coming in through the roof. Like nothing yeah. nothing stays dry. Everything just kind of rots. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Perfect. sorry, I interrupted you. Um, okay. go ahead. Um so what no, you no. what you're probably looking for is what's called a salt box house, which is just mm. It's got no foundation, really. It's just like a box that's square. It's got a roof, uh, and you just live in it. Um, they're all over the place. You can <laughs> a salt box house. Yeah, so it's shaped like okay. a 
apparently there are boxes of salt used to come in that looked like these houses. Um, I've never heard I see. those, but I have heard of the houses. Um, yeah, so this this proud Newfoundlander myth um, per- partially comes from that because, as I say, uh, it sucks to live there, which is perfect for you. Um, <laughs> tracking down your own misery on purpose. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> good stuff. Um, and so yeah. then in like... World War One times, um, Newfoundland was still a British colony, so they had their own like army regiments and shit. Um, oh, and yeah, and so there was one that had like, or maybe the only one I think, I think is the only one. Um, there were eight hundred men from St. John's, and like seven hundred and fifty of them died. One, morning. oh, yeah, uh, huh. the Battle of Beaumont Hamel in southern France, or central France, I don't know. Um, so that's like, that event of 102 mm-hmm. years ago uh, has like completely set Newfoundland culture ever since. It's like one of the okay. only things you ever learn about is this like, they were the, the best fighting men that you could find and all that kind of They were the best fighting men that you could find. And then, and then and 750 died. out of 800 died. Yep. Okay, so we have we have miserable punishing climate. We have we have bad food, mm-hmm. and we have we have dying in a in a major <laughs> war. Yep. I all the stuff that you're really. Looking I fail to see the downside, yep. pal. You're <laughs> painting me a beautiful picture. Um, now the yeah. one one more thing one more thing that stood out to me. Um, uh, that we've that we've discussed in the DMs. There's some kind of ceremony. Yes, that... it's called a, a screech in. Um, a screech in. Yeah. So screech is this. This is another whole. I'm gonna get crucified for all this shit that I'm talking <laughs> right now. But it's this other whole like um, real. Whoever runs the like PR department behind the state of or the province of Newfoundland. Um, is doing a great job because they can okay. they can really sell anything to these people and they'll uh-huh. go for it. So screeching is a it's a pro, it's like a like a fake naturalization process by which you make someone an honorary Newfoundlander. And okay. yeah, so the screech part comes from there was a, a history of uh, like bootlegging liquor uh in the early days of the province a long time ago and one of the okay. rums that they made was called screech um and they still sell oh. yeah they still sell newfoundland screech but on the bottle it says produced and bottled in jamaica i um, see so oh. yeah it's this I see. whole this whole thing and so they it's all make a brand you, it's all extremely a brand it's all a fucking okay all right that's a little disappointing but yeah so there's but a couple they, they places. Try to keep... okay. Yeah, there's a couple places um, in St. John's um, that'll like every weekend they run a screech in for tourists, and so you show up, they oh. give you like three or four shots. You have to repeat some phrases that are like um, they ask you, uh, "Is he a Newfoundlander?" And then you say, um, "I think it's." Yes, I is me old cock, and long may your big jib drop. Which is like <laughs> <laughs> nobody talks like that. Really. Well, some people do, but like nobody. 
Aye. Yes, it is, my old cock, and long may your big jib drop. Does, exactly. Is it like in that? Okay. Uh, wait. All right. Long may your mm. big jib drop. So the jib is... Draw. Yeah. Jib you don't want to drop sale. your jib. No, you don't. You want to draw the jib. Exactly. Shit. Shit. So. They've run me out of town. <laughs> yeah, they want you to, to have a strong life of sailing. Uh, the jib okay. is one of the sails on a boat. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Yeah, and so then they give you a shot, and you have to kiss a fish, and then they say... You're an honorary friend, and give you like a little certificate. Okay, all right. Well, that's. Uh, uh, I feel a little Sorry, ambivalent about the screechin. The uh, screechin is. It is. It's like. I listen. I, I love. I love the suffering. I love the. I love the I love the being used as a pawn in a in an imperial war. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I am sensitive to to corny shit and like yeah, this is like really branding. fucking corny. Okay, that's that's a bit of a yeah. You know, we're gonna put that in the negative pile. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I I mean, it sounds it sounds like overall a. It would be a good place for you because there's this like yeah. You would be, I think, a little forward thinking in terms of there's this like strange fatalism on the island where uh-huh. if you can't solve, maybe fatalism is not the right word, but if you can't solve every aspect of any problem on the first try, you do not bother. Oh. Yeah. So like. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So things like um, it does snow. Quite a, not as much as the six feet that they got this year, but like there's a lot of snow, especially in the urban areas. There's not a lot of space, um, mm-hmm. but the city just leaves it. They don't they don't touch it. There's no like municipal <laughs> snow removal or assistance with really? at all. Yeah, it's just like well, where would we put it? And then <laughs> nobody can say where they put it, so uh, they go okay, boys. Well, I suppose we'll uh, talk about this next year. And then they talk about it next year, <laughs> and then nothing happens. So, so I would be, you know, I might just be kind of a. You could run for me, kind of a like a like a like a languid dork in New York City, like not really doing much. But you know, put me in, put me in like Deer Lake, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like Citizen One. Oh, okay, you would be mayor right. of Deer Lake in under four years. I, nice, nice. I do not want to be mayor of Deer no, Lake. No, you do it didn't not seem... want to be mayor of Deer Lake. That's where that's where one of the airports is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I flew into, and it was like, I just, I mean, yeah. Mo- I, I forget, I forget who. I think this was a tweet, but um, someone, someone, someone posted at some point that Canada isn't a country; it's three oil companies in a trench coat. <laughs> um, yes, and I mean, I, I, I just, I just, all I saw was like gas stations and like distant refineries. And, uh, and I remember the, the, like the, the drive that I did from, from Deer Lake to, uh, to whatever that little town is, Rocky Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, it was the most terrifying drive I've ever done. Um, just, just like just sheets of freezing rain and it had, it had just snowed like a week, a week prior to that. And, uh, it like, like three feet of snow. And so it was like just dumping all this rain on this on this like i don't know it just just completely sodden landscape yeah um 
and it ended up being fine. Like my 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 impression after the fact was like, I guess Newfoundlanders know what they're doing in terms of like preparing the roads properly. Like there was a ton of salt on the roads. There was a ton of sand on the roads. And like in retrospect, like I was I was being very careful. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have to drive as slow as I did, but it, it did strike me as just being like so so remote and so like I don't know unwatched. Yeah, that, especially up there. Um, like that yeah. side, my dad, so my dad's father lives in Deer Lake and my mom's parents live in Cornerbrook, which is okay, like an hour from Deer Lake or something. Um, and so we would drive across the island, which is like nine, 10 hours uh, all uh. the time to visit them. Uh, and like the middle part of the island, my dad would drive like 150 kilometers and like 90, okay. 90, a hundred <laughs> miles an hour. Um, wow. Yeah, because there's no no cops around ever. There's nobody, like you say. It's just sure, it's like sure. empty. If you do it in the summer, it's not snowing, so it's safer. Um, right. Yeah, it's wild, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's a very different place from where I live now. And I've never been to New York City, but I assume uh, it's about as opposite of New York City as you can get. Yeah. Um. So when when did you leave? Like, how how old were you when you left? That I was twenty-two years old. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's nine, eight, nine years ago. Um, okay. So, so I, you were, you were, you were the age of majority. You had, you had already been out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you were out drinking. You were out, kind of experiencing. You know. Yeah. What I mean, you can drink for from, adults culture when you're. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can drink from nineteen know. in Canada, so it's not. Uh, right. It's not quite the yes. same as being twenty-one. Of course. But of also, course. like, Not, in I, I guess you're you're more used to it. Yeah, especially coming from Newfoundland, what everybody's it? drinking all the time. Like that's really okay. that's the one thing that you do is like, I don't go back home very often, and part of the reason is because I like the level of drinking culture is just something I'm I've become very uncomfortable with since I okay moved here. Yeah, like, could you describe that is, a little bit to me? Oh God, like, yeah, I mean, what we would used to do. Uh, we would just go sit on the, the beach, which is not like a real beach. It's like a, just rocks by the ocean, uh, uh-huh. which I guess is more a real beach than a sandy beach. Um, but yeah, just like everybody would bring like a dozen beer and we would just set stuff on fire, uh, okay. sit there, hmm. get wasted and just wander home at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, huh. like lots of people drink and drive. I've never drank and drive, but drink and drove but a lot of people do um okay time. yeah everybody what are you gonna hit right well moose there's, not, there's nothing else around moose moose yeah I forgot about the moose that was a uh, i uh when i was when i was in grow morn um mm-hmm. i i i was in i was in my tent uh and uh i was kind of woken up by a like a heavy footfall next mm-hmm. to the tent and I, I, I did, I didn't get a visual confirmation, but it was like a ground shaking footfall. And so like I tell people that I almost got killed by a moose, you know, because yeah, it could have stepped on me or whatever. they're, they're big, they're big boys. Yeah. They don't fuck around. Um, There's no deer. The first time I saw a deer, I no. was like, Oh geez. Cause they're, they're not that big. We don't have deer. So I, I got very excited when I saw one. <laughs> that um, won't kill me if I hit it with my car. Yeah, It would like, yeah. It made me maybe maim you, but uh, okay. Yeah, moose don't fuck around. Huh. The, like when I did my first driving lesson, a moose ran out into the street in front of me, 
Um, wow. Yeah. It's like, it's that kind of spot where most mm. of the time. <laughs> huh. Is, is there, do you ever, so, so you, so you left, so you left Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. You moved to Toronto. Uh, ish, yeah. That's actually no, right. Toronto-ish. Yeah. Okay. And so now you have, now you have a, now you have a big city life. You're a big yeah. city fella. <laughs> you got a, you got this, this, you got this, uh, this rootless metropolitan lifestyle. Um, do you ever, do you ever pine for the, the simple life where you, where you just, you know, kill a 12 pack with your boys and, uh, and just, Every goddamn you know, day. and maybe, <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've never been to Toronto. Absolutely. I hear it's, I hear it's all right. Toronto's, okay. I mean, it's okay. I don't, I don't much care for their, the city itself. Um, cause I feel like it turns me into an asshole. Uh, uh-huh. Cause yeah, everybody's just mad and in a rush all the time. And I'm not even, I've been here for eight years and I'm not used to that still. Um, mm. cause it's a very different pace of life of like, Back home, nobody, people like have places to be, but they don't actually a lot of the time. <laughs> it's just, right. like, it's right. a lot chill. Like my, what my brother, my brother still lives there. He's 27. And what he mm. calls traffic is like it taking 20 minutes to drive to the grocery store. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> So he's so he's he's twenty seven. He's like a little bit younger than you. Like, what does he what does he do? Like, what's his life like? So he is. Um, I mean, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. Uh, but so he's a he's a geologist by trade. Um, okay. Like, given the, an oil man, uh, he's actually into rocks. Uh, oh, okay. So like he does okay. uh, um, prospecting in the summers sometimes. So he'll go like walk around and take samples and then somebody maybe builds a mine there in a decade or something. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. But because uh, of the, the ongoing economic downturn, he's unemployed. Right, right. Yeah. So oh. he just mm. is uh, on the pogey, which is what we call uh, being on unemployment. Um, I see. Yeah. So he's, he's doing the uh, kind the arguably stereotypical Newfoundlander thing of having seasonal work uh and then i see <laughs> just hanging out for the rest yeah. of the year he hates it but uh he's, he's kind of stuck doing it for the moment um but yeah he lives in a oh boy a, a house with his girlfriend and another person uh at one time mm. i think he had three roommates and his rent was 250 dollars for a month oh boy yeah and it's a, a buyer's house. market out there Okay. It's a full house in like downtown St. John's as hmm. as central a location for St. John's life as you could ask for. And hmm. like 250 to $400 a month in uh, rent for a single room. Which I don't know about you. I mean, but uh, that's fine. That's yeah. just fine. Um I uh I guess I, and here in the U.S., because of coronavirus, nobody can work. Like a lot of people mm. are talking about a rent strike. Yeah. Um, I guess probably because Canada has some kind of extant safety net. Like you have the what do you call it? The pogey. The, um, <laughs> the pogey. Yeah. Um, so 
these things are not quite well, as big of a deal, right? For some people. Or no. So my my personal rent is, is considerably higher than that. Uh-huh. Um, so the, the pogi amounts to, at max, I think $2,000 per month. I see. Um, and okay. It's, it depends so... on your... Um, like prior wages and stuff and how, how much you worked. Uh, I see. And I think it it's, lasts. So it's means tested and. Well, it's, I don't know how, how sure. up to date the means testing is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, people I think are in a little less trouble cause there's that, um, which would cover my rent and like leave me with a little extra to eat food. Um, but wouldn't probably wouldn't cover any of my other bills. Um, mm. And then that lasts for, I think, 13, but maybe 20, 26 weeks, some weird specific number of weeks. Um, uh-huh. And then there's another similar emergency thing that you can get for up to four months because of coronavirus. Um, uh-huh. So it amounts to, and that's another 2000 for for four months, so it's like $8,000, um, which is not a ton, but I think it's better than zero. Uh, it's definitely better than zero. It's definitely better than $1,200 one time, um, <laughs> which is what we're probably getting over here. Some of us are getting over here. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Okay. Okay. Barely functioning social welfare state up in Canada there. Yeah. So the, uh, the uh, especially on Twitter, there's a lot of talk about how Canada has this like robust public healthcare system but it doesn't really right no like not, it's got... not really it, okay. it is free but i've seen people complain about um having to wait like three weeks to see a rheumatologist or uh-huh. like two months or something and my wife was waiting like eight months to see a rheumatologist uh-huh. um, so like the... is that is that true in your experience yeah yeah, yeah. damn the okay. um the yeah so like it is it is free uh the wait times for like, you can go see a regular doctor at any time, obviously, but mm-hmm. a lot of the specialists are the more specialized care is mm-hmm. very concentrated in very urban areas and not wildly accessible. Like, I had to go see a urologist one time um, for a private issue, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> but I just it just went away before I even got a chance. It was like a nine month waitlist uh. for. Uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. To see your Problem office. solved. Yeah, just Gosh. grew just grew back, so it's fine. Just grew back. That's great. That's great. Good for you. Good for Thanks. you. That's uh pulling yourself up by by your bootstraps. <laughs> um yeah. yeah, no, I mean we we really do forget like Canada is not a socialist country by no, by no means at all. By any metric. Um and uh it's a bad example to put forward because yeah. do you do you call it the NHS there? No, so the um, uh, no. It's provincial here. Um, okay. In Ontario, it's called the Ontario Health Insurance Plan. Uh, I see. OHIP for short. OHIP. Mm. I see. Um, yeah. So OHIP is. I mean, it's it's never not worked for anything that I needed. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I should really probably see a, like a psychiatrist and stuff. Uh-huh. And it doesn't cover a lot of that. Oh, I see. If it does. Um, the wait list is like nine months to, to oh see boy. one of the OHIP covered psychologists. Okay. That's not ideal. No, it doesn't sound ideal. It's not socialism for sure. Mm, 
No, mm-hmm. no. So you got a you got a chronically underfunded provincial healthcare system, mm-hmm. and where you can see a doctor, but to see a specific doctor, it's like it's like a whole thing. It can be it can sometimes. be a whole thing, certainly. Yeah. Um, mm. But you don't you won't end up bankrupt from like getting in a car accident or something. See, that still sounds nice. Gotta it's, say, Kevin, that still sounds pretty nice to me. Um, it's definitely better than your thing. It's be- better than our thing. That's too true. Too true, my friend. <laughs> oh, uh, all this talk of health insurance and coronavirus—you know—it makes me—it makes me long for simpler times when, 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 when men were not afraid of such paltry things as disease and accidents. <laughs> you know, when they were when they were afraid of things like uh, you know impressment by by British sailors and and whether the. And whether the mast would hold in a in a in a in a storm of some kind, you know, how, or, or how whether the captain. How much bread you could eat? I I you know <laughs> I I pray the captain will nay throw me in the brig for having yep. smooched his daughter. Oh, um, <laughs> that is yep. a is a that's that's what? a that is a you know it's a different a, life. a, a, a and, dissipating uh, life. Um, yeah. And if I can ever get out of this house, maybe, maybe I can just find the last vestiges of that. Uh, Kevin, I brought you, I brought you on the show under the auspices of talking about sea shanties, and I, I would be mm-hmm. remiss if I didn't, you know, at least kind of <laughs> circle back around to to this to this subject at the end at mm-hmm. the end of the of the program here. Um, at, do you have? I, 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 I've subscribed to your to your Spotify playlist. An excellent an excellent selection of, of uh, kind of you know folksy ballads from this culture that we've been that we've been exploring mm-hmm. for for the past forty some odd minutes. Um, now, if we were to if we were to write a sea shanty about the Feeling Well podcast. <laughs> I want to I want to just like brainstorm mm-hmm. at least like I want to brainstorm like 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 a like a like a title. I want to yep. I want to brainstorm like maybe um maybe we can do like like the like maybe maybe the chorus even. Yeah, you know? so you you you'd want uh, the the chorus with like an AB part. So 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 you got you got your sea shanties that are just about like like about wanting to go home. You got the ones that are about like um uh, brothels. You got the ones that are about. Um, yep. I picture it more as like one of those, those working songs about what you're doing. Uh, uh-huh. So like the rant and roar, like true British sailors one, in mm. in that sort of that sort of vein, maybe. The clout that shakes the the clout. <laughs> uh, shit. Captain Ralph and the. And because uh, he'd he'd be the he'd be the cruel sea mm. captain. Yeah, I think in, in trying the to, to capture sort of like the view of you through Ralph's mm-hmm. eyes as uh-huh. he as this is this is the ship captained by Ralph, and uh-huh. you are are the misery that comes along with it. That's that's good. Yeah, that's, so that's good, that's and it, it's idea. it's like kind of it's kind of like a Billy Budd situation mm-hmm. where like, did you ever read that book? Uh, maybe. 
the the point the point of it was like there's Billy Billy Bud is like a, is like a pure young like uh he's a he's a he's a strapping young Englishman and like everybody on the ship loves him. Um, oh, there was just an episode of The Sopranos. What this. ends up happening to Billy Bud is that he gets. I read this book in middle school, so I mm-hmm. may be mis- misremembering, but he gets put to death because of something that he did, and everyone is like really sad about it. And then the ship gets sunk. So, mm-hmm. well, you're both equal hosts. The main character of of the sea shanty is Ralph, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and he's no question. sort of either. Do you know the song? Uh, Barrett's Privateers. Um, can you can you sing me a bar? It goes like, "Oh, the year was seventeen seventy eight. How I wish I was in Sherbrooke now." Okay. All right. Rings a bell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so that that is a song told, um, a story told, six years in the future, uh, from the events that it's talking about. So that's how I I picture the feeling. Well, sea shanty is it's Ralph after your death. <laughs> re-summarizing all uh, all the episodes in much the same way that he does with the the Dragon Ball Z and the other bonus content. That's um, wonderful. Let's see. Yeah. So that's, that's a really good idea. That's what I'm okay. Picturing. That's really good, man. Thank you. Okay. We're not gonna we're not gonna write lyrics on mm-hmm. air. That's a ridiculous proposition. Yeah. Ralph and, would uh, do it, but I'm, I'm not. Ralph would do it. Uh, what what do you what do you got going on rest of the week? Um, you staying in? Yeah, <laughs> gonna gonna have a nice uh, some nice quiet time. Yeah, um, so um, in your in your house in my my tiny apartment. It's not that tiny. It's tiny not apartment. big enough. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. So I don't really know. I have. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of my hobbies are um, a little difficult to kind of put the screws into with someone else living in the apartment. When nobody oh. can leave, right? So, like, I, oh. I have a banjo. I can't really, like, put my mind to learning the banjo better. Um, you can't just wail on the banjo when exactly. people are in the house. You yeah. need some solitude for that. And just, like, oh. being bad at things. Um, I do some wood carving sometimes, but it's very messy in a small apartment. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I'm uh, going to get started on probably season five of The Sopranos. Uh, and that's uh, great man yeah it's it's a long road ahead uh with all all the coronavirus stuff so i don't know i'm gonna dream of simpler days uh, find some find some uh some silent solitary activities yeah and dream of those better days Mm. i am going to uh i'm going to help my my mom and my dad um plant a bunch of vegetables um because we're we're out in farm stuff we're out in the country like where where I am is a lot easier to grow stuff than up in up in uh Newfoundland especially mm-hmm. um but it, it it's still like a little early in the season so we're going to put in we're going to put in peas we're going to put in kale we're going to put in like the Gosh. hardy crops yeah yeah um so I'm going to turn over a bunch of winter rye tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to sit at my computer and I'm going to think about, um, I'm going to think about gaming, but I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. 
because it's the it's the it's the struggle that kind of invigorates me. That's true. So yeah, I did just purchase uh, one of those humble bundles. Uh, okay. Um, so I have betrayed the uh, anti gamer action league in oh. this regard. But oh, Kevin. Kevin. We can call it opposition research if we want. <laughs> That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Um, well, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been a lot of fun. Um, everyone, you should you should follow this man on Twitter at Kevaclism. It's like you know at K E V A C L Y S M. You get it. Um, you can follow <laughs> me at Void Howler. You can follow the show. At Feeling Well Pod, you can follow my erstwhile co-host Ralph at Hey Ralph Man. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem. And make sure right. everybody leaves a review on iTunes. That's right. That's right. Kevin did it. Why can't you? Why the <laughs> fuck can't you? What the fuck is wrong with you? You make me sick. <laughs>